Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. When Trump went to Fulton County to be arrested and his mugshot taken, lining the streets of some of the toughest places in Atlanta was a lot of African Americans. Hundreds and hundreds of African Americans. Yeah, which you don't hear about in the mainstream media, of course. Um, they, they had signs calling themselves blacks for Trump. And there was another sign that has something for Trump that I can't say because I'm a white guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it was out there. I think I know what you mean, Mike. All right. So they were out there. But of course, now the uh, left will say these aren't really black people. These are really white supremacists. Well, they, they were black yeah. people. Yeah. Well, of course they were. Then, then That's just, not the way the left will look just at Just as it. a positive word of encouragement, Candace Owens took a ton. She went out to social media and took a bunch of social media posts afterwards from, well, it was basically all black men. But we were talking black men that they didn't look like they were from the preppy wing of, you know, black men from the streets and everywhere, black men working class, black men on the streets coming out and just blowing up and supporting for Trump. I mean, just, yeah, Trump's my man. Trump 2024, Trump 2028, Trump for life, Trump for king. And you had people working class. One of the guy, a really burly black guy, he said his sister knew, Fannie Willis, the Georgia prosecutor, said some bad things about her and said, yeah, I'm voting for Trump. So I believe... It's interesting. In 2016, Trump did 20% better with the black community, Mitt Romney. In 2020, he did 20% better than he did in 2016. I believe, and you look at the polling, he's going to blow through the 20%. He's going to do a lot better than he did in 2020. And it shows up everywhere. Every Democrat. Well, God bless Candace Owens. One of the Republicans would be smart to put her on the VP ticket. I, hey, Mike, no, think about it. Vice President. And this time it would not be one that's a blithering idiot like the one we've had the last it, couple of years. That be a very good move. I do not know. Now, I mentioned the term Trump voters, and I cannot emphasize how important this is going into this election cycle. Is Because the word GOP and Trump voters is not synonymous. Well, definitely not. And in 2022, we had a big disappointment. Now, there was a number of reasons for that. And people were talking about... Not the least of which was a lot of cheating, of course. Well, there was... I think there was a very intelligent, very concerted, targeted ballot fraud operations built around the ballot harvesting and the vote-by-mail stuff that the Democrats were able to execute in 2022. However, if Trump had been on the ballot in 22, for example, it was a, he was on the ballot, we would have won the governorship in Wisconsin. You know, Ron Johnson won by one point, went won by four or five points. We would have had a red wave in the cycle. And the reason I'm saying this is there is a block of voters, and it's sad to say, but you cannot get them to come out for anybody but Donald Trump. They don't believe in the Republican Party. They think they're a bunch of slimy politicians. They will not come out. Well, I'm starting to lean that way myself, although I'm still willing to vote for the lesser of two evils. Right. And there is socioeconomic trends that are trending Republican right now. And the Hispanic vote it's interesting. They're really latching on to President Trump. Even in Florida, by the way, let's just get this over with. DeSantis is probably more than 20 points behind Donald Trump in Florida right now. Behind Donald Trump in Florida. Even in his own state. Even in his governor. own state. Then they look at the DeSantis on the ballot versus Trump. And then you just see a big drop off in how each state does. You even see a big drop in how Florida does against Biden when DeSantis is on the ballot and Trump's not on the ballot. They've done some polling on that. So... I understand that there's some folks that do not like President Trump. They have a visceral dislike for them. People that are good, solid conservatives, people that I agree with on everything else. And just for them, the way things started up with President Trump, him mocking Kane, 
right, Kane's time in the honey. Yeah, but it's unforgivable that they would allow someone like Joe Biden to come into office because they feel that way. They've or, got to get some perspective on this. Or even Hillary Clinton, right, when they were out there either not voting for pre- – well, most of them I just don't think they vote. They just didn't vote for President Trump. They they're voting against out. Trump's tweets, and then they're voting for infanticide and all the other hideous right. things But I'm just on. saying is get past – like you like to say, get past his mean tweets. Look what he's really done. Get past that. We're not electing Christ. We're electing a president. And then his family. I mean, I have to say, when I was first looking at Trump, you know, when I had moved on from Scott Walker to Ted Cruz and then realizing that Ted Cruz could not win and then looking at Donald Trump, I looked at a lot of things. I looked at his family and I said, you know, his family, they've all turned out to be what look like decent people, people that are functional, that aren't druggies, that aren't destroyed. Their lives aren't destroyed. You've got to be doing something right. And they seem right. happy. Obviously, they've right. had a good relationship right. with right. their upbringing. So you've got to be doing something right there, despite some of the things he said when he thought he was off camera and some of the other things there is, it, generally speaking, he's a person that believes in America and generally believes in basic general decency. He may not be the teetotaling Christian. Well, he actually is teetotaling, excuse me, but... <laughs> <laughs> but just saying we have to consolidate behind him. I like Ron DeSantis, but I was really, really worried about him running, how it might damage the party. I don't think it's damaged the party as much as I thought it was because he just hasn't been able to get any traction. But I do believe it's hurt himself a lot. He has well, seen- and he's coming out now and saying that he does believe Trump lost the 2020 election. He's just saying some politically expedient things and for to pe- say. People that are sensitive, he's beginning to look much more like the established Republican. Yes, he, was, he did before. He was a breakout politician before. He's looking like a typical politician well, looking, now. He's looking more that way, and that does not help him with the party where the mind set of the party is right now. Even more moderate Republicans are getting sick of the endless promises from the Republicans that get elected and they don't do what they're going to do. And they're looking around them, looking at the crime in the street. They're looking at our involvement in wars overseas, hundreds of billions of dollars that we don't have that we're actually borrowing against their children and their grandchildren to fund wars overseas. They're looking at this thing and they are getting frustrated. So the entire party's frustrated. Obviously, the independents that are true independents are frustrated. And right now, we are very blessed that we have somebody that can connect with voters that nobody else could connect with. So that's what I'm saying is we've got to get back there. So let's just take a look here at what we're talking about here. Well, the Wall Street Journal just came out with a poll yesterday, and it basically showed at a nationwide level, President Trump with a 46-point lead over Governor Ron DeSantis. That's not competitive. I don't care what you tell me. Never in the history of Republican presidential polling has this kind of lead been overcome, period. It's never happened. And the fact that he's doing it from all these indictments speaks volumes. This poll comes out after the debate. Now, there was a lot of talk out there. Oh, debate's going to hurt Donald Trump. And there's some folks from the DeSantis supporters. So, yeah, we we think we found a poll. Well, the poll was, you know, an internal poll, you know. (laughs) Gotta love those internal polls. Uh, However, the Wall Street Journal poll comes out. This is taken after the debate. So it shows... Trump maintaining a 46% lead, in fact, increasing his lead from the past poll over Ron DeSantis. Now, let's talk about Trump versus Biden in the general election, because there's polls we can compare this to back in 2020. Is this going to be known as jail versus the basement, this election? (laughs) I don't know. So maybe. So right now, Trump is plus two, Biden, head to head. Plus two with Cornell See, West. Now I keep hearing that Biden's ahead in the national polls. No, he's not. Trump. He's not. Okay, no, so that's not. this is just made no. up stuff then? No, actually, Trump is tied or slightly ahead even on real clear politics. Oh, that's extraordinary. That's very different than what I'm hearing. Okay, so 
You can find some polls there. With Cornell West, who's the radical leftist on the ballot, Trump goes to 44 to Biden 36. Yeah, well, let's just hope Cornell West jumps in and, and pulls and all those votes away from okay, Biden. So, yeah, that would be wonderful. So we're looking go at Go, Cornell. There. Go ahead, Cornell. So let's go back to September of 2020, which would be the equivalent time we're looking at right now. Emerson had Trump down by two points. Emerson was actually pretty good. So there's a four-point swing there. But we had CNN with Biden up by plus 10, Fox News, Biden up plus 10, Survey USA, Biden up plus 11. So my point is, none of these pollsters do a very good job of pulling the Trump voters. Which, by the way, sadly, most of them did come out in 22. Let's remember that. Most of the Trump supporters, just because Trump's running around saying he tried to do it in 2018 as well, sadly, they didn't come out for as much for him there as he should have as well. They should have. They didn't come out again in 2022 to vote. Well, he wasn't on the ballot, obviously. And he wasn't on the ballot in 2018. So my point is, if we're talking about a 10-point swing in these polls, we're talking about a blowout. CNN was on the other day, and they had a guy analyzing to say, guys, Guys, I know we're talking about the primary, but don't forget, let's look at the general. They had a poll that showed Trump up by about two points in the general and up in the swing states by seven points in well, the swing states. Well, and the Democrats know this, and that's why they want him in prison, right? That's why they want him You look at the, the timing of some of these arraignments, and one of them's on Super Tuesday, and another one's at another They want him in time. prison. They want him off the ballot. Now, I don't want Trump in prison because I'm, you know... Once they're going to try to resurrect some kind of, I think it's some kind of insurrection law that says if he's the 14th indicted by that, then he's not even allowed to run. It's the 14th gonna, Amendment. It's very weak. Are they going to get away with that? I, Mike? You could get a state, a state judge, the Supreme Court judge says, well, I think the 14th Amendment applies, and they could try to do it, but I don't think it will hold up. I don't think it will hold up. I think it's so weak. And Arizona, the Arizona, a Democrat attorney general said, ah, we can't do it because there's no provisions for us to really do anything with it. And then there's another state, I forget it was, maybe it was Maine, that said they could do it. So I don't think it's going to happen, but it is a, it's something to keep your eye on, and they're desperate. They don't want Trump on the ballot. They would Ladies they want and gentlemen, any other doesn't Republican. Doesn't this say something? Why do they not want him there? Why do so many Republicans and Democrats alike not want him there? Could it be that this deep state really does exist? Yeah. So let's also I mentioned Iowa. I didn't mention Iowa, but Iowa. People you know, see people are talking oh Iowa. Ohio's is, is a red state now. Well it's a red state because of Trump. It probably becomes purple without Trump running. Iowa was a blue state Trump has made it a solid red state. But once again, that's not a sure thing if Trump's not on the ballot. And I can tell you, Pennsylvania and Michigan aren't competitive without Trump on the ballot with them. I think we can still win them there. So let's talk a little bit about this Trump-only vote and just how dramatic it is. So in this poll here, we have, I would vote for the party's nominee, and this is for Donald Trump. So 59% of Republicans say yes, they would. Yeah, 59.2% say yes, they would. I would consider voting for the Democrat now to me. So 3.4% of Republicans said they would consider voting for the Democrat nominee if Trump is the nominee, okay? 3.2% said the same thing for DeSantis. So basically, statistically the same. So in other words, we have 3.2% of Republicans calling themselves Republicans that would vote for the Democrat nominee. That's a very low number, by the way, historically speaking, that's a low number. All right, I would consider voting for a third party nominee is a very complicated one. This is if the nominee they want does not get become the nominee. In other words, if you're a Trump supporter and he does not become the nominee, what will you do? So let me go back. So I would vote for the party's nominee. If you're a Trump supporter, you say, yeah, 58.2% of them will vote for the party nominee if Trump's not on the ballot. That's what they're saying, 58.2%. 
3.4% say we'll consider voting Democrat. 5.2% says they will consider voting for third party. I would not vote at all, 3.5%. And 28.7% says we'll go ahead and write his name in on the ballot. In other words, Trump's not the nominee, the party's destroyed. That's what it says. Now, if Ron DeSantis doesn't get the nomination right, you know, which, of course, we know that's going to happen already. I mean, that's a fact. 81% of the people supporting Ron DeSantis said they will vote for the party nominee instead of 59% that said they would vote for the party nominee if, if Trump doesn't win. Wow, this is a chasm of difference. That's a chasm of difference. Then 3.2% said they would consider voting for the Democrat. 5.8% said they would consider for a third party. 2.4% said they would not vote at all. And 7.2% said they would write in. So 7.2% would write in Ron DeSantis if he did not get the Republican nomination. 20.5% would write in Donald Trump if he doesn't get So this is a huge difference. People are frustrated and as good as Ron DeSantis was as governor, and I think he could still do some great things as governor for the next, you know, up, up through 2020. And then maybe run for president some other time. And, and he potentially could be positioned there. I mean, we need Donald Trump on the ballot. It just has to be that way. Now, this was the Trump or bust vote. This was put together in a poll by the People's Pundit. Now, other Republican pollsters are starting to poll this as well, finally. And they're beginning to say, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. This idea that we can get the Trump vote without Trump is beginning to look a little shaky. In fact, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And so... Wouldn't you have thought that would have been obvious to it, them a it long seems, time ago? It seems, but it takes... Who knows? You live in an echo chamber with people telling you what you want to hear, and then you ignore the things you don't want to hear. People reinforce that that can happen. Or you just don't care, right? Because you, you're at the establishment, and you see President Trump and the uncouth, barbaric Trumpers coming in and shaking up getting in the way of your good thing, then you're going to see things differently. So who knows what the percentages are of why people do what they do. But the bottom line is President Trump gives us a chance to crush the Democrats this time around. Without him, we stand a chance of really just dying. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.